Welcome to the State of Wrestling Power Drive Report. I'm the Brooklyn Mall. Welcome back, big man. How you doing? It's been a while. Um, it's been a while. I'm, I'm happy I survived the cuts, like these ESPN reporters, unfortunately, who didn't, who weren't so lucky. But here at uh, the uh, State of Wrestling, the Pile Driver Report, I was able to survive the uh, the uh, the cuts. But we don't have cuts here because you're. This is pretty successful enterprise, unlike ESPN. So. Uh, Oh yes, it's been a crazy week for you. But um, in the world of professional, any news? Well, let's begin. Uh, Darren Drosdorf died, fifty-four oh. years old, and um, as we know, he was paralyzed at the age of thirty in his match uh, during a match with D'Lo Brown from the neck down. Um, I think he regained some slight movements. I've seen pictures of him with his hand up, kind of waving a little bit. Um, he had an awesome wheelchair that was created by his former college roommate who started Under Armour. Um, so he had some good friends. And, uh, you know, you and I know somebody who knew Darren Drosdorf. Um, who was that? Kylie. Remember Kylie? Okay. I was, uh, she saw me watching, looking at wrestling news, and she said, oh, you know, my family friends. He was a wrestler, and I said, "Really?" And she said, "Yeah, but he got like paralyzed, and then his wife left him for another wrestler, which was terrible." And I didn't really know that part. And um, his wife um, was a WWE seamstress, and they got married after the accident. Um, Julie Youngberg, and mm -hmm. they divorced a few years later, and and more. And so. Shannon Moore, who's very close with Matt Hardy. Um, so Julie Moore, Julie Youngberg, uh, then went on Twitter and wrote about how her accounts were hacked and the FBI is involved and the hacks were coming from Cameron, North Carolina. So then uh, she had also tweeted that, um, you know, whoever, you know, is hacking me, I don't know how faithful they are to their husband because their child looks multicultural. And then um, Rebby Scott, Rebby Hardy responded and said, how dare you say that about, you know, Matt and me, that's our child. You're a racist. And then, uh, so the implication was that Rebby Sky had hacked her account and it got ugly, but she didn't mourn, she divorced. And I just mentioned all that. I know that doesn't have anything to do with draws, but did you know any of that? I didn't know. No, nope. didn't know any of that stuff. And I think she's still a seamstress with WWE. Um, very, those are talented people, of course, but very. what are your, some, some of your memories of, of draws and what are your thoughts or however you want to take it? Well, yeah, I mean, um, when he first came in, when he was wanting to throw up, I guess that was on um, on the uh, oh, beyond the mat. Beyond the mat, when they when Vince was first got him, he said, "Come on, do it." And he was talking about puking, and he was, and he was throwing up, and and then they had him as puke coming out, and then um, mm -hmm. you know, then they had him as a road warrior as well. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, man, um, Draws Dana Drosdorf, man, um, um. And unfortunately, he was he was injured and paralyzed. Unfortunately, um, 
could have been could have had a great career, man. But I, but you know, the, the the crazy thing about the stuff that happened after the ring, you know, not only that, the stuff that, that happened to him inside the ring, which ultimately affected his life outside of the ring, and then also the stuff outside of the ring also affected him as well. So it's a lot on that man play. He had to be a very strong individual to 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 um to deal with that type of situation overall. Yeah, very positive person from everybody who was around him. And it's just, I felt so terrible for him because he used to have a column after his accident in uh, the WWE magazine or website. And, um, you know, he would write things like, you know, oh, I heard my wife and my assistant laughing together. I couldn't turn around to see what was so funny, but I'm glad that they were enjoying the day or, you know, stuff like that. And uh, he, um, I first saw him on, uh, I don't remember, I'm, I'm not a huge NFL fan. I'm an, I'm an American, so I watch the Super Bowl and the playoffs. But um, I remember him first seeing him in ECW. And mm. he was, he stood out because he was supposed to be like this bodyguard type, like the quiet muscle. But he had a cool name, Darren Drosdorf. He was in the NFL and he looked cool. He had the long hair, he had the grunge look. So he was more than that. And it's, you know, to survive the NFL, to survive ECW, and then to suffer this accident in the WWF is just heartbreaking. And I'm going to, it's nobody's fault, of course, but, you know, Brooklyn Mahler, before the accident happened, you know, I just hated that D'Lo Brown used a running powerbomb. I mean, I just thought his gimmick was he was a genius wrestler who was an accountant who became a pro wrestler. He was funny, who's down with the brown and the head roll and the eye uh, rolling his eyes. And I just thought, why is he doing this power move like he's a strong man? Watson had anything that that was his fault, but, you know, I just hated that he used the move. And then Darren Drosdorf gets paralyzed. And, you know, and and it hurt D'Lo Brown, too, of course. I think, you know, every time fans saw him, they thought of Darren Drosdorf. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it happens, man. Um, like the buckle bomb that Seth Rollins was doing that was injuring people. The injured Sting, injured Sting WWE yeah. career. Yeah. Um, great, thank God Tony Khan brought Sting back because Sting is awesome. He's showed all his awesomeness. Sting has been awesome in the NWA, WCW, TNA, and then now AEW. The only place he didn't have a great go is, is the WWE. <laughs> Uh, which is unfortunate. Um, it's crazy. He only had it like is. three matches in WWE. And don't let me get started on that WrestleMania 31 match with Triple H again. I'll start going crazy again. Oh, over the point of that. And, um, you know, know you it, and and he had the match with Seth Rollins, which I thought he should have beaten him. And um, not only that, he gets injured. Wouldn't that have been something after losing WrestleMania to win the world title? That should That should have happened. Um, but you know, you got three matches of staying in WWE, and and I think two of them he lost. He has a he has a losing record in WWE, and in AEW he has a perfect record. Uh, in WCW he has a, a winning record, and then um, probably in, even in um in uh, the USWA he's in the USWA first, right? Mid South, no UWF. He's in the UWF. Yeah, yeah. Mid South UWF. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he was got a, a winning record. Yeah. The Blade Runners. Um, it was him so, and but, it, UWF, and yeah, the Blade Runners. And then him with, um, then when Warrior left, he was with um, Rick Steiner, part of that Eddie Gilbert group. Right. And 
So the only place he has a bad uh, losing record is WWE. And I still think that was done on purpose. But, you know, um, whatever. You know, like Orange Cassidy, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, man, back to the draws, man. It was, it was unfortunate, man. Rest in peace, Darren Drawsdorf, man. And you're right. It could happen. I mean, we thought for a second it might have happened to Kenny Omega in his match with Will Ospreay with the Tiger driver. No, just... Yeah, you never know. People can get injured with these. They take these high risk moves and they don't get injured. And then a simple move, they get injured. It's crazy. Yeah. Wrestling. Yeah. You know, what else you got in the news? Um, let's see. Uh, so congratulations in order to Matt Riddle. Um, have you heard? No. So Matt Riddle and uh, his girlfriend Misha Montana, they're having a child. All right. So she's an adult film star, but I think she's she does a lot more than that. She's um, kind of like a an influencer, as they say these days. She has some. She has the most awesome neck tattoo I've ever seen. It's this rose on her throat, and it's huge. But um, I think she's a stroke survivor too. But they're having a child together, so it's a lot more serious, I guess, than than people might have thought, or I might have thought. Um, oh yeah. So a lot with Riddle, right? The whole family breakup. But I guess those, you know, you hear about the divorce, but there's probably a divorce, probably, right? Right. You know, so. So that's what oh. he left his wife for, her. Yeah, maybe. I think he was with a few people, and then this is who he is with. I think they, in their relationship, intensified uh, when he was in rehab. Um. Also, um, John Moxley had some comments about the use of blood, and it's mm-hmm. and people are paying attention to it because it's some people are making fun of him for it, but it's kind of interesting. He says we're supposed to be a combat sport. In amateur wrestling, they stop the match when you're bleeding. This is supposed to be pro wrestling, and instead of asking me why there's so much blood you know, a reasonable person would turn on the TV and say, wait a second, they're punching and elbowing each other in the face. How come their nose isn't bleeding? How come their mouth isn't bleeding? Um, And this kind of blew up because he was in that um, event, the 4th of July, New Japan Strong Independence Day, where they stuck those giant uh, sticks in his head. And it's a very grotesque picture. I've seen that happen in, in Impact Wrestling. Maybe for some fans, it was their first time seeing it. It's very disturbing. Um, but uh, so what do you what do you think of uh, his philosophy? Yeah, I heard that. Yes, I agree with him. Because, you know, if you're a boxer, mm-hmm. you know, you get punched in the face a lot. Um, you know, you, you get cut, swelling, things of that nature. Some people swell and bleed more than others. You get mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're a pro wrestler getting punched in the face, getting your face is getting thrown into a turnbuckle, if you're getting thrown into the rails, if you go if you're getting um a DDT on the mat, getting power driver, power drive driven into the mat, if you then um um uh, push head first face first into the into the um into the pole outside, um to the ring post outside. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. You know, there's a possibility you can get um you know, cut open, busted open, a, a bruise, something. It's like you don't come out unscathed. You get yeah, what I mean? But it's it weird makes when sense. you think about it, why they're not bleeding every match a little bit. Right. right. It but. makes sense. 
it makes it black. Wrestling is, you know, is taboo, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's um, you know, it's only used. It's only supposed to be used in extreme cases, um, to prove a point. I think with like in blood, like back in the eighties, how many times you seen blood? Like in a, unless it was an angle. The first time I saw blood was when Andre ripped the, the um, the um chain off Hogan. And he challenged him. He said, "You don't believe it? Believe this." And I don't even think that was planned. I think he just grabbed the the the, the shirt and his nail dug into his. Oh, he his was shirt. bleeding. I didn't even notice. Yeah, bleeding. you're bleeding, Hulk. You're bleeding. Oh, that, that's right. That's that wasn't right. even planned, you know, because he actually grabbed him. His nails dug in him, and he tore his shirt off and pulled his chain. So he had to do it. But you know, I mean, people probably play that before that would have been. You know the NWA, the dark collar match, but I didn't see that. And that's not when I started watching wrestling. I seen it later I on. Bet, I bet you saw blood for the first time, like a lot of us in our kind of general magazines. Right. I mean, that's the first like time. Like when I they seen would show Abdullah the Butcher and Carlos Colon were always on the cover. Sometimes, that's the first time I remember seeing blood in wrestling. Right. I mean, uh, I mean, blood is used in extreme cases, um, but. No, like steel cage matches. The NWA used blood a lot. Yeah. Um, WW, w, the WWF used it a lot, but that was in cage matches, cage matches and things of that nature. Uh, but the NWA used blood a whole lot. You know, yes, a whole it's great lot. that you say that. You reminded me. He also said something else along those lines. Moxley said, "It doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm only supposed to bleed if it's a grudge match, and this person, you know, sleeps with my wife." But, you know, if I'm in a regular match and the person drops, kick, kicks me in the mouth, I'm not going to bleed. <laughs> so, he makes like, sense. It does. I never thought of it that way. But, but wrestling is not supposed to make sense, right? You're right. You're right. Am I right or wrong? Because if it's supposed to make sense, then a lot of things that we take, you know. You mean like the ankle sense. lock submission where you're in it for right. a minute, two minutes yeah. and you're like, fine. And then, and then you see on UFC, they, as soon as they get into it, they get a tight grip. They tap in immediately. Yeah, you break your so, ankle. Yeah. Like, yeah, like Jay Uso was in the guillotine and he went out and the referee put his arm out down and he was out for the first time, but then he somehow, you know, got back. That does not happen. <laughs> it doesn't and, happen in real life. You know what I'm saying? You are done, finished, bye-bye, you know, that's it. You you to die into the the guillotine. You know what I'm saying? So yes. um, you know you gotta disband your belief here. It's wrestling, but sometimes wrestling is hardcore wrestling. Is is I mean it's it's sometimes take it to the extreme and you know and that Japanese hardcore wrestling which made its way to the backyard wrestling which made it to ECW. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's not for everyone. I mean. Let's look at that match with Jericho and um and um Nick Nick Gage on TV. Oh, yeah. It's disturbing for a lot of people, light tubes and things of that nature. But you know, it's not. That was a Bret Hart moment for Jericho, where you know you don't think of him as that kind of wrestler, but just like um, Bret Hart in his classic against Stone Cold, if you need him to, he can go even deeper. <laughs> like right. can... No, that's 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 right. Bret Hart is like you know. I mean, Bret Hart's one of the, he. He is what he said he is. He probably is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time because he can wrestle big, he can wrestle small, just like Flair could, and he could do it. He could do it all. He can have any kind of match you want to have, and it wasn't no, always if, the same kind of match. No, I mean Flair no. had the same kind of matches, 
with mm-hmm. a lot of people. The only match that was different from Flair was New York knockout um, against um, Terry Funk. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I, if he picked me quit, I, was, I shake his hand. Yeah, I quit Meth from um, Class of the Champions. That match was a little different. That whole feud was a little different. Yeah. The way it started and things of that nature, it was very, if you look at it, very, it was very unique at that time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but normally with Flair and Luger, they had the same match. So it was the same match to me. I, Brett didn't really have the same match because he wrestled different people, um, different sizes. But Flair wrestled Vader, so they, they said that was one of the greatest matches in Super Bowl history, you know, him versus Vader. But yeah, no, it's true. When I think of Bret Hart, one of my favorite matches is really that moment where he rolled up Diesel. You know, that oh. was such a surprise. And then Diesel snaps. And I was on Diesel's side. I think we all were. It's like he lied. Right. But um, right. speaking of Canadians, did you, you know the show The Amazing Race? Yeah, I've heard of it. I never really think about how, you know, it's a franchise, so other countries have their own Amazing Race. And that includes Canada. Like, it's Canada. Why don't they just watch the United States Amazing Race? But they have their own. And do you know who was on it? Well, I think I think El Presidente must have told you. Did he? No. Gail Kim. Oh, yeah, she was? She was on, and her partner was Giselle Shaw. And okay. they, they were just eliminated. So... Now, for the Amazing Race Canada, they really just go throughout Canada. They don't go all over the world. But, um, yeah, Gail Kim was on Amazing Race Canada, and they were just eliminated, and that's too bad. And uh, another thing on the on lighter news, um, the, the Guardian, which is one of the preeminent publications for news, um, it's British, they had an article on Satnam Singh here yesterday. And he said who his favorite basketball team is in the whole world. Who is that? L.A. Lakers. Wow. Smart man. <laughs> I knew you. That now. That's the guy. That's the man. And I guess the other big thing we meant. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you were going to say something about Satnam. No, no. I'm going in a different direction, but go ahead. Oh, and then and, um, Kevin kind of made big headlines when uh, – he said that, um, am I the only one who doesn't realize that L.A. Knight, in that promo he gave about to, you know, to uh, Logan Paul is a ripoff of The Rock. There's no creativity in wrestling anymore. And uh, people went after Kevin Nash for that. But I want to know your opinion of that. I, I mean, I, I don't blame somebody for having the same voice as somebody. But I, I did think that that promo where he said, here's a map where you could stick the bottles of Prime right up your ass. That was a rock promo more than an L.A. Knight promo. That's all I'll say. I liked it. I didn't care what anybody said. I like L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight's the hottest thing going right now, and they're trying to bury him. The hottest thing going. Yeah, yeah. He, got the, he got the L.A. Knight elbow, he, like similar to the rock. He yeah. got the <laughs> elbow. He's got, he got it. It's a little different variation. Yeah. So it works. People like it. He talk. He's brash talking. He talks trash, and 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 people like it. They like that stuff. You know, that's what got people over. That's what got Stone Cold over talking trash. The Rock got over talking trash. We don't compare those two guys. They talk trash. People like that stuff. You know, he has and and The Rock and Stone Cold run. You know, like their main run has been over twenty something years. 
And LA Knight is, you know, coming up and, you know, he he's the hottest thing going right now. And they're trying to kill LA Knight. They're oh. trying to kill that man. That man is over, more over than anyone right now. And um, it was, goes in my segue of money in the bank. What do you think mm-hmm. about money in the bank? So let's start with the big match, right? I would say, while I was watching it, I was thinking of your friend, the one who bet on Roman Reigns to be Cody Rhodes mm-hmm. because something is real and didn't think Cody could get out of the guillotine. <laughs> and we thought he was like crazy, but he was right. He was right. He was right the whole time. <laughs> and the whole time. And when we were kids, that's how we would look at it. And I thought about it and I would say, and I was thinking, you know, if I was ju- the same, if, you know, Jamal's friend was sitting right here with me, he'd probably say, you know, that Damien Priest, he has the height to climb that ladder. He doesn't have to climb as many rungs. He can reach up. He's really tall and mm-hmm. he's a tough guy. Yeah, it it makes sense that Damien Priest could win. So I really did think of your friend who bet <laughs> Roman to be Cody Rhodes and it made me it made me accept it more. What did you think? I I, I, I mean, know what you think, but I want to hear I mean, you say I it. thought LA Knight should have won. No nobody ever thought Damian Priest had a chance of winning that no. match. No. LA Knight was doing all the like I told like I said in our review that LA Knight was doing all the media rounds. Um everyone was saying it was his time and this and that. And similar to what Cody did around WrestleMania time. It was like it's his time. This he did all the media rounds, and um, and didn't get no coronation. And the crowd was for him. I mean, the crowd wanted him to win, and they give us Damian Priest. Um, I was pissed off at the time. I couldn't believe it. But I but now looking at it, looking at it, they had nothing for L.A. Knight. Where were you going uh, with L.A. Knight? You you wasn't going to, you know, put him against Roman. Because look at where they're going with Roman, right? So this is where they want. This is their plan. They're not going to go off their plan. This is remember Roman said at WrestleMania the the press conference. He said they was only in the third inning at that time. Uh, so now yeah. they're they're going down the seventh inning stretch. This I hope so. This is ultimately where they want to go. Um, and I, I don't mean, think he's uh, beating Gunther either. Like they have plans for Gunther, right? So, um, so L.A. Knight, everybody would have been thinking about L.A. Knight cashing in on Roman, and then they would have took that would have took the 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 spotlight off of what they're doing now with Roman and Jay. They were thinking about L.A. Knight, and they don't want that. So, so basically, basically they want um, Damian Priest, who's already in a ready-made, uh, who's already in a ready-made with and the judgment day to, to have him and Finn Balor to have that little you know soap Schism. opera yeah. go on and that that will stay on Raw and then they will have that going on for Raw and then they will have the Smackdown with Roman and um and and um Jay Uso in the bloodline so where does LA Knight fit into the equation it does he doesn't you know right now uh, Triple H I said yeah. think I'll come for those wait where did he come um he doesn't. He wasn't even on SmackDown last night. Especially and when you're 40, over 40 years old. But check this out. He wasn't even on SmackDown. 
No. L.A. Knight, the biggest, yeah. the biggest star they have wasn't even on SmackDown. What did that show? They're trying. Are they trying to bury L.A. Knight and make people forget about her? You know, he, you know. So I, I think you're right, and I think it's. I'm. I'm with you. It's a huge mistake, and I, I think he doesn't need the briefcase. But you're right. It's. But what else are they going to do with him? They. He's. Do you know what the difference? But people compare him to The Rock and Stone Cold. I guess Stone Cold because of the swagger and the vest. Uh, the mm-hmm. Rock also wore a vest, and The Rock, he just sounds like him. But um, he also, he's getting over without anybody. Um, oh. I, I mean, I do feel like, I don't think it was right to have him and Logan Paul. Like, Logan is special. You don't need to diminish him to build up LA Knight. But um, I think, honestly, like, you know, the Attitude Era, we talk about Rock, Stone Cold, but it was Vince McMahon and Stone Cold. And you know, it was a fu- it was a couple of people all in the ring at the same time. Oh yeah, and LA Knight's a draw just by himself. And yeah, you know, and I this might sound of you know, this might I'm not trying to offend anybody, but let's be real. When you talk about wrestling audiences in the majority of this country, he is a lot like The Rock, and he's white. You know? Right. So but do you it- think that he could be? really big and if you're triple h and you want people to think you're a genius just take the credit but let them, let let it work out you they know? can't big man they can't do it because as much as they want to they can't because of the path that they already have they have a path that they want to oh, go yeah. in and la night wasn't in the plans because they they don't want to mess up judgment day because they judgment day then can't judgment day is already a success you want to know why it's a success because of dirty dom Dirty Dom is the biggest heel in wrestling right now. Yeah, and, I don't even think a Judgment Day is when, like when you say Judgment Day and you said why are they a success? I thought, well, Dominic and Mommy, right? And, so. Exactly. That's the that's the reason why. If you get one star out of that out of the group, you did something. Like the nation got the rock over. So Dominic Mysterio right now, um, I, and I think they don't know too much what to do with him neither, because mm. they're focusing on on priest and they're focusing on on Finn Balor, right? But the big the main draw of the judgment day is Dominic and Mommy. That's yes. the main draw of, of of them. So they don't it's like they 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 didn't anticipate for this to happen. And and they're just being, you know, they're gonna say, you know, screw it. We're gonna go along with a lot of plans. And the fans are telling you, hey, we love Dominic. Hey, we want Cody to win. Hey, we love LA Knight. No, you're not getting that. No, no, you know, mm-hmm. you're not getting that. You know, um, no, mind your own business. Remember that? Can I get a taste of your ice cream? <laughs> no, mind, <laughs> night. no, mind your own business. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, it's, this is what they're saying to you, you know, saying to the fans. And, and, and LA Knight, they're trying to, you know, push him far away from, from the bloodline storyline. Because it's Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns, and and they didn't, and that's with and it's Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins, um, and who's over? Because I don't know if he's over or is it, is that oh, oh is over? I don't um, know which. I don't know, but it gets the crowd to go, and then we have Priest, and they have um, you know Finn Balor, and uh, they they gave Priest. Listen, every time a celebrity comes in. And a wrestler does a job to a celebrity, they normally get that celebrity. They normally get that that 
that wrestler a push after he lose to that celebrity. Oh, that's that's really interesting. I never thought of it that way. You know, so they normally give him a push afterwards. So you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, there is there is one thing where, and I think there is one thing where I think they listen to the crowd, and I think when they listen to the crowd, it's not necessarily a good thing. It's it's because they, I'm just. I'm not good at explaining this, but it seems like with the women, I, Sky winning and Oscar winning before because of the reaction from the crowds, I think they don't value women wrestling, of course, equally with the men. So they're okay to let the crowd kind of dictate where that goes. I think they was going that route the whole time. Do you? With, yep. with Sky? Really? Mm-hmm. I think they was going that route the whole time because remember she was NXT champion, and I think they like her, and um, she's she she fits the most. She's pretty. She she can do stuff you've never seen before, and um, she's she's and she did what they wanted her to do. They came. She jobbed who they needed her to job to, and she and she comes out every weekend and does her best. And people in, in that Puerto Rican crowd. Gave her, you know, the against Bianca, they they went, they was for her to win that match, so they gave her the money in the bank, and she's gonna win the title. Um, yeah. Who I don't know because the thing about it is they have dominant champions now, um, on SmackDown, and they have a dominant champion on Raw. So who does she champ? Because Oscar is a dominant champion, right? And Rhea is mm-hmm. a dominant booked as a dominant champion. So who does she beat? That's that's the issue. I think this can take normally the women, money in the bank women, they normally cashes out really quickly, either the same night or the day after. This is gonna be this is gonna take some time until somebody wins the belt that they that they um because they gotta give Oscar a run with the belt and they gotta give Rhea a run with the belt too. So, you know, they can't have her lose it. And they I don't think they're gonna have her uh have an unsuccessful cash in. So EO, that would that would really make her look stupid her character look it looked stupid. like she almost did um so it looked like it know. was gonna happen that way and unfortunately they said she didn't cash it in right um, they have a lot so, going on they have bailey who looks like she might have a hair match with shotzi maybe right um, so yeah they have that so it's a lot no, i women. hope that's the reason when you say this was the plan because otherwise if if they're like no we're sticking to our long-term vision for Roman Reigns and for Jay and for all these other people. Oh, the fans like Sky. Yeah, give her the title because we don't but, care. But, but I hope that's man, not true. I, I know you, you don't like it, right? Like the bloodline storyline, how it went, right? But and again, it's like it's like president. You know what I'm saying? You might not think you know one of the candidates is the best one, and you think everybody else is a bunch of assholes, you know? But millions of other people likes it like him, like that person and vote for him. So the majority of that person become president, even though you didn't particularly want that person to be, you didn't vote for that person. So that's the same thing for the bloodline. Thousands of people love that storyline, especially on Twitter. They say it's the greatest storyline they ever seen. They love it. And, and that's all WWE needs to hear. It's been getting a lot of, you know, a great reviews. Um, 90% of the people, likes like like the storyline like where it's going i know you don't like where you're going and even to me to a certain extent i didn't like where it's going either but um that's other people love it 
and then they're gonna go a majority rules, man. Majority rules yeah. and and it's gonna they're gonna finish it. They're gonna they're gonna do what Cody can do. They're gonna finish the story. They're gonna finish the story, you know. And um, the the story end game, I guess, is um, ultimately either they're gonna either go to solo, win it, going against Roman, oh, and being yeah. Roman, or it's gonna yeah. it's not gonna be Jay. Jay not gonna beat him, but they're gonna. This is where they're going for SummerSlam, obviously. Um, and I'm not particularly too happy about the SummerSlam matchup card, potential card, so to speak. But um, this is where they're going, and you know, you know, and unfortunately we don't like it, but we guys gotta wait for it to for the storylines to get reshuffled, and you know, but once the but once this bloodline story and the tribal chief storyline is over, you, should, I mean, there's nothing else after that's coming up unless they really put the 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 rocket to to LA Knight. And mm-hmm. and they recreate Austin versus McMahon um, with him and um, somebody I don't know who it would be, but it maybe I don't. I, do you think Pierce could do it? Could Pierce be a hill and and throw some guys and have a Pierce stable or something? Possibly if they want to do that. I mean, I mean they have some some guys that they could possibly you know a, a, another storyline driven um, for a year or so or two yeah. or three years. I don't know. Maybe LA Knight's that guy, but do they believe in him? Oh, I mean, LA Knight and, and Dom and Dominic. Dominic, yeah. But um do you think Co- Cody beating Dominic in eight minutes is was a burial to Dominic or No, no, because I think Dominic went in as the underdog and he would need to you know, he's the coward and he hides behind Rhea Ripley. I think it's there's nothing wrong with him losing. I think L.A. Knight and Dominic, uh, you think about all the things L.A. Knight would say to Dominic that would make the crowd go, yeah. And uh, right. yeah, there's a Do few you, of those things. I don't I don't know where Austin Theory is going necessarily. I don't know. He's not going nowhere yeah, fast. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. But, but let me ask you this, big man. So if their ultimate plan is to have Cody win go to WrestleMania 40, right? Because Cody's still over, right? He's very over, right? Mm-hmm. And if, if L.A. Knight ascends... And this might be something that WWE might have not, might not thought they might run into, but they ran into this in the nine in the late nineties with having two over stars at one point, meaning Cody over and LA Knight over. You get what I mean? Sort of like the Rock and Stone Cold. But remember, Stone Cold used to always beat the Rock. <laughs> yeah, the so, Rock really just beat mankind. Right. <laughs> right. So when it came down to it, the Rock didn't really beat Stone Cold until later on. You know, what I'm saying when the Survivor Series match, the Rock won, and then the WrestleMania 19 match, the Rock won as well. But other than that, Stone Cold was beating them left and right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if LA Knight, if they really went with LA Knight and LA Knight is over with the crowd, does would that have diminished Cody? And would people want to see LA Knight versus Roman? And LA Knight get, oh, LA Knight gets the title, and Nats want to see Cody get the title. See, that's the thing there. You got to look at it like that as well. Well, that's where that's why timing matters, right? That's why you know you you said WrestleMania this past one was perfect for Cody to win it, and this idea that oh he'll finish the story later. I mean, yeah, they it, look. It's a TV show. They can make him win the title whenever they want. It doesn't mean it'll be the same level, you know? Right. And it probably won't be. Probably. Um, just like if 
if this um, Judgment Day thing is like sputtering, oh, Sammy's back in it. That'll be okay, but it's not like it's going to be what it was, you know. To the speaking of, speaking of Sammy, they can bring Sammy back into the bloodline because Sammy was right the whole time. He told Jay Roman was Ooh. that's the reason why Roman. He said Roman don't treat you right. Right. He's all he was always trying to tell him that in the back. Every way he told him, he said you should stop. Roman's treating you bad. He doesn't respect you. You're the tribal chief. Sammy was right the whole entire time. He was right, but those scenes are so boring to me because, you know, when we think of the Attitude Era and you just mentioned Stone Cold, The Rock, McMahon, it wasn't Stone Cold, hey, Rock, I need to talk to you, man. Look, I know we've had our differences, but Vince, he's bad news, man. I'm looking out for you, man. That's not what people wanted to see. And, you know, Sammy and the Bloodline is comedy. That's why it was so over. Just like Dominic and Mommy is comedy. L.A. Knight is funny. So mm-hmm. sometimes when they try to be a little too dramatic, it falls flat for me. Right. But, you know, um, again. So I, if I, Roman's it, out of the bloodline and they put him with Sammy, like work. he's like he's like um, like Sammy's in charge and Roman's kind of under him. That's even funnier. Um, it didn't that work. Yeah, I mean, but the bloodline doesn't work without Roman. You know, once Roman's done, it's over. Yeah, because over. I don't care about um. You know, Jay. You know, we talk about it sometimes. There were in the old days, people had great runs. Jay has had two. Yeah, it doesn't mean he'll have a third. You know, right? Um, that's just how it is. I mean, we're fans. We. It's not that we're fickle. It's. It's that we've seen the same thing a few times. And... When you when we look at it years back, and if whatever happens with L.A. Knight, and let's say L.A. Knight doesn't get as hot as he has been, in in the in the in the as he was, you know, in the last couple of months, or if Cody never gets hot and never wins the belt and never gets as hot as he was the last couple of months, we're gonna look back at it and says WWE chose. Jay Uso over LA Knight and Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that's a good idea. But I, I don't think he's as over as those other two guys. Storyline fit. Not at all. But but WWE says they tell stories and they got again, this is a story. And they didn't have no story for Cody with the belt. And they didn't have no no story for LA Knight with the briefcase. So and it's showing that with Priest they have a story, they have a storyline they can go with. For, for a few months, and then with Jay Uso, they have a, a storyline they can have for um, hopefully, you know, a f- the next two months, um, you know. So we'll see, big man. I don't know, man. Uh, you know, because everything else on SmackDown and on, and is no one really cares. There's nothing else is going on that really nobody cares about. Oh, you mean like, the Austin. Tribal Judgment Day wasn't the greatest thing in the world? <laughs> it was not. <laughs> It wasn't, but you know, it it's nothing else really going on. Like, no. I mean, we can go into let, let's finish your your thoughts on money in the bank because we really got off of that subject. So, you know, so what overall? What's your thoughts? Overall, I think you're. If I if I just try to be like your friend who believes this is real, I won't be that disappointed. I do. A part of me does think that the women's booking is just, um, you know, it's just red and circus for the crowd because they don't really care about the long-term planning of that. But that's good because it's what people want. Um, 
Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, the breakup. What's that, um, big man? Yeah, it came out of nowhere, and it was just kind of anticlimactic because we weren't really. It just it just seemed kind of sudden and and strange. I wasn't as into it as other people. Um, it did make me think of one thing. It's like they're both gimmicks are that they're tough, strong women, and that's what when a when we when I was growing up, that's what women wrestlers were. It's like even when they were like, you know, um, Velvet McIntyre, who was supposed to be like a fan favorite. Nobody in the 80s, you didn't see a woman wrestler and say, oh, the women are on now. It was interesting. They were women wrestlers. And you didn't think, oh, she needs to be protected or we need to support her or, you know, let's be nice to her and she deserves it. And I want to see her cry when she wins the title, even if she's a heel. They were tough. And, and you know, any one of them could beat up the average male fan. And it's just interesting how now that kind of thing is just an obscure gimmick like Shayna Baszler instead of the norm. You know what I mean? Right. And they just rushed this whole storyline between the two. They just won the belts and they lost the belts really quickly. And now they're in a a blood feud against each other. Um, Because Ronda's going to move on and do some other things and she has some new things lined up. Right. And and I, I get it, but her second run in WWE was terrible. And that was their um, fault, they, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, it, it is her fault. They, they, they totally, since WrestleMania, when she lost to Charlotte, that was mm. and um And they did that on purpose to, to give another notch under Charlotte Flair belt. Um, and, um, you know, that was their, they, they really screwed that up. I mean, they screwed up a lot with Ronda. They didn't give her her epic one-on-one with Becky Lynch when she was hot, when Becky Lynch was hot, mm-hmm. and they didn't do it. They screwed up. They screwed Ronda. When you look at it, Ronda Rousey, her her first run was was good. The way that it ended, it wasn't. It it, it should have went a different way. And but the 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 second run, it's been it hasn't been good at all, at all, at all. And at it all, all started with them demanding that she stand in the middle of the ring with a microphone. Right. And for they, 10 they, minutes, they, which is so And they did stupid. it again. They did yeah. it again this week, and she just can't cut a promo. That's just not her strength. And for them to put her in a position to fail, that's on them. They, and, I don't know. I don't know which of the women wrestlers, except for maybe Bailey or Trish, I think can do a really great job on the mic. Well, Trish is a, a hauler and yeah. been around for a long time. And, you know, you're absolutely right. I mean, Rhea can. Mommy can. Um, yes, she can. You're right. Yeah. Uh, Natalia can. But they don't never let don't Natalia know. talk. Yes, I don't even know what she says anymore. You know? They don't let her talk. They, that's why she there's no, been no character building for her. They just Did have you see her. They gave her those Guinness Book of World Records. Did you see that? A few days ago, they gave her. Um, hello. Yeah, I'm here. A few days ago, they gave her these backstage, the Guinness Book of World Records, to Natalia for most matches by a female on SmackDown, most premium live events by a female wrestler. And okay. I was like, "What is this?" And then I go on the Guinness Book of World Records website, and under like you can click, and they'll come up with awards to motivate your employees. And it's official. And then I was reading on Wikipedia and some other articles 
because nobody buys the books anymore, the Guinness Book of World Records. So their new business model is just buy a record. Oh, so well, they need to make some money. Yeah, but it's like, you know, they'd rather shell out a few thousand bucks to give her these made up Guinness Awards than like. It's not made up. No, it's, it's made up. It's, it's in the Guinness Book. Of, well, all the royal, royal records are made up. You know, no, the, no, in the 80s, the Guinness Book of World Records was like, was it like meant something then? Yeah. Yeah. People tried to break them all the time. Now it's you go on their website and, you know, if you're a company. I'm going on it right now. If you're a company, so, you click on um, business solutions, <laughs> company product and records. And you could say we'd like to give the person the Guinness Seal of Approval for their performance at our company. Okay. They're giving her something. <laughs> I'm just saying. She, every time a new wrestler comes in, they have Natalia Wrestler. They don't give her much. She don't win match, matches. They, they, she's probably the best wrestler, women's wrestler they have. Probably one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Top 10 at least. And they treat her like like a a, a, a glorified jobber, you yeah. know. She keeps herself in amazing shape. She's always she's out there. She 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 she's, looks the part. She can play the part, but they don't give her the they don't push her, and so they give her something. And she's been there for a thousand years, so you know she's a future WWE Hall of Famer, of course, and she probably comes back. Every now and then for these um, Royal Rumbles or just like everyone else, all the rest of the the, the, the divas do. So, well, I mean, what do you do? You know, yeah. I give her something. You know, I'm raining on her parade. You're right. Yeah, you're raining on her parade. Now her sister, her sister didn't get into wrestling. Woo! Who's your sister? You ever seen her sister? I sent you a I sent you a video of that. Oh, you did. You did. Gosh, <laughs> yeah, she's she's gorgeous. Yes, yeah. yes, definitely. Yeah, we talk about everything at the State of Wrestling. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> so, I was just let's... laughing because the time you were like, I found, you know, the leaked pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't even real. It, was... <laughs> it wasn't that somebody... It, it wasn't. It was something else. <laughs> it's crazy, but I found the pictures though. They... <laughs> I even... You can't see on the internet. No, you can't. <laughs> I got the leaked pictures. They be like, "Yeah, send it to me." <laughs> oh man, oh man. All right, um, let's go to um, let's go through Raw. Um, Cody Rhodes and Seth, Seth Rollins in the ring. Seth Cody Rhodes come out like he's about to challenge him. Brock Lesnar comes out. And him and Cody Rose fight. Um, Cody Rose hit him with his beautiful Cody Cody cutter, which people say he stole from Will Osprey, Oz Cutter, but it doesn't matter. Will Osprey says that. Yeah, he said it. The Cody Cody, you know, beautiful Cody cutter on, on Brock Lesnar looked like this. I tell you, I like it when Cody does it more. Some of yeah. these, like when Will and some others do it, it's like you miss it sometimes, or it's just kind of not they miss it, but I miss kind of seeing it because they just do it so quickly. And like out of nowhere, you know. Exactly. And then um, Patrice comes out, 
with his money in the bank. And uh, he said he might cash in tonight. And they, 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 they got Seth Rollins to um, – they, they bamboozled Seth Rollins to get into a match with Dirty Dominic tonight. And Seth, um, Priest, you know, talking about he might try to cash in on him. So we have a match with um, Damian Priest defeated Nakamura. Yeah. Um, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler brawl. Alpha Academy defeated the Viking Raiders. Rhea Ripley They're getting over Nakamura. again. They're getting over again, Alpha yeah, Academy. Yeah. Rhea Ripley defeated Natalia. Um, Riddle defeat Giovanni Vinci. And um, Drew McIntyre returns. And then Seth Rollins defeated Dirty Down by a uh, disqualification. That's Finn Balor and Damian Priestman. What's your thoughts on, on this the Raw episode? It was a lot. And, you know, when the when kind of the the people considered you know, not main events or not even middle card are like my favorite team in WWE, the Alpha Academy. I was happy, you know, I, and I didn't think at first that Maxine was going to work with them because I loved her, her character, Maxine Dupree with the models, but um, the fans are getting behind her way more. And uh, look, I'm telling you, I'm all for Alpha Academy. I think Alpha Academy and um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn could have a great, you know, face versus face match. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So yeah, Damian Priest. You know, normally we'd say, "Oh, Nakamura loses again," but Damian Priest has to win that. And um, you know, it's and Ronda and Shayna and Ronda on her way out. They everyone's saying she's doing everything to give Shayna. Uh, what she feels Shayna deserves. Um, so, and we always liked Shayna Baszler. They dropped a few storylines that she was doing really well with. Remember her whole thing with um, Alexa Bliss? Yeah. That was good. And then it was kind of over, right? Did Alexa get injured or something, maybe? I don't know. But, you know, uh, she, Alexa she's Bliss always been. What are you talking about now? Talking about now? No, no, like two years ago. Oh, two years ago. Okay. And, and like, I always liked Shayna's whiny kind of angry voice. Like, oh, yeah, you know what? You know, I like all that. So I'm a fan. Okay. And what's your thoughts on the main event? Dirty, dirty Dom. You know, it's funny because Dutch Mantel was a little bothered by... I've the, seen that. And, you know, his co-host or whatever, he's like, these Dom Chad bookers, they, they didn't realize that you were being... You know, so, uh, I, you know, sarcastic, and you think it's funny, and he, he, then he answered, he did not. He was, he's like, I'm getting over it now. He was really bothered by it. Um, I think he yeah. felt like it didn't sound good, and also Dominic doesn't need it, but um, the fans like it. Dirty Dom, <laughs> I like it. Do you? Dirty Dom, yeah. They said Dirty Dick Slater, Dirty Dick Murdoch, Dirty White Boy Tony Anthony. You know what I'm saying? Dirty Dutch man. There's a lot of dirty. A lot of people oh, that's my, not clean. My favorite, uh, my favorite, uh, dirty uh, Doug Gilbert. Dirty Doug Gilbert. Yeah, they're all a bunch of dirties in wrestling. It's a dirt. Yeah. It's a it's a dirty bunch. And your favorite, Dirty Roads. Dirty Roads. <laughs> exactly. So you know. So I guess we're gonna be getting um, a lot of this teasing with Seth Rollins and Priest and. You know, and the, the Judgment Day and Balor, I guess we're going to get a lot of that. That's going to be, you know, dominating the next couple of months. 
Um, I get, I guess, you know. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. All right. Overall, SmackDown: The Trial of the Chief. What was your thoughts on this overall? Oh, I thought it was. I mean, I didn't expect very much, but I expected more than that. Like another low blow. I mean, really, another. And then the whole video evidence thing that we've seen them do before. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't like it. I guess the real setup was for Solo to stare at the uh, wreath um, of flowers, and um, just what's he gonna do? Because again, he's like their new Samoa Joe who Triple H loves, and of course he'll want another Samoa Joe. Um, but uh, I thought it was, I didn't expect much, like I said, but it was even worse than I thought it was going to be. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. Um, oh, you know, so you disagree I, completely. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, as far as the beatdown was good. They, they sent him to the hospital, although Jamie Uso came back later on and attacked Solo and attacked Roman. And then he challenges Roman, you know, saying tell him to accept his challenge. So I guess as we said earlier we, about them going to some about SummerSlam is the, probably the match that you probably get. I hope not. What I hope they do, I hope they make it a triple threat match or or, or a fatal four way match between the whole bloodline, and that would be more interesting than than the one on one encounter because you never know what maybe Solo try to go at Roman. And you never know who may win because Solo might have a chance of winning. And then Roman can lose the belt if then Jimmy and Jay can start pulling each other off for the pinfall. You get more drama out of that. You get what I mean? Oh, I love your – that is a great idea. And it would have been great if they, like, you know, before they got to this point, Rikishi or one of the elders were like, well, we settle this. Everybody, you know, throw everybody in there and fight it just like on the islands. And then the yeah, main event could... for a PLE could be all of them, even people who have no problem with Roman. Like if it was at the time, Jimmy um, right. or Solo. And it's just their duty and the bloodline to fight till there's a winner. You, you, know? fight, you not only fight for that, but the winner get, becomes tribal chief. Right. Like, it's a, <laughs> like imagine if that was an annual thing, like according right. to their tribal code. You know, you right. fight. Like in a wolf pack, right? And, and, so, and then if... And if you really want to do something, and if they can get The Rock to not wrestle, but he'd be the referee, special referee. Oh, Brooklyn Mahler, you just made, like, the match of the year. And so, oh, you know what I loved? Paul Heyman, though, and he, at the um, at the ladder, at the uh, Money in the Bank, when uh, Paul Heyman's like, he, they want your children to serve under him. <laughs> Jay, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yo, that's true, man. That made that made a lot of sense, man. Because Roman said he couldn't have no more. He got five children. He can't take care of everyone else's children. So, mm. you know. But if they had done a fatal four-way instead of a match, oh I think I'd be God. more interested in that. Put the Rock in, and they could do the Rock to 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 for to be the referee. And you have you know, you know the elders. The elders are out there sitting up there in the sitting out there at the the sitting out there in the in the tribal chairs. And then well, you know, they never did anything like we always expected we'd see them show up at some point, right? Right. They'll they be out did. there, right? And they'll be all out there, and then then whoever wins, they they give them the ceremony like they did when Roman won. You get what I mean? Or and Having they start fighting out. each other in the middle of the match, like Sika fighting so you know one of his, right. It, it, you know, it's, and, 
can can they can they they still able to walk around and stuff like that? Well, like, even if they're sitting down, right? Whatever yeah. it is. But so, I yeah. that's why you need to be backstage. Like um, because because I'm it sounds like I'm blowing smoke right now up your chimney, as they say. Yeah. But yeah. um, you're very quick. You've always had quick ideas. Um, and as like Ole Anderson said about um, about uh, Eddie Graham, you know, when they said, oh, you know, who came up with this? Yeah, angle and 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 Oli says in the interview, angles, angles. Who came up with them? Look, we were successful because you because Eddie always told us you need a thousand ideas, you need a hundred ideas. The crowd reacts one way. Okay, what are we gonna do now? You just change things all the time. You have to make little changes. Yes, yeah. and they're not, they're not. But if they're you really not, but they can. But they can. If 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 they can't get the rock, then let Solo be the referee. Then you'll see where he wants to go. But it, I mean, you're involved, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna, you talk about the elders and the 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 tribal chief, and they want to be the next tribal chief, and they want the belt, the person with the belt, put that on the line. The tribe, the winner becomes tribal chief. Have someone come out there. Have Rakishi come out there and say, you know, he spoke with Alpha and Sika, and we came up with this idea that the winner, you know, I'm not happy about it because those are his kids. I'm not happy my kids have to fight for it, but, you know, we have to follow the the bloodline and we have to do what's best for the family. And, uh, and you know, and, and, um, while they're, and while they're all fighting, like when yeah. even when the old people get involved, imagine if the Rock's daughter ran out. Just right. for one scene, like one moment and Rock bottom somebody. See, but they can see they can see they can do stuff like that with. See, I was thinking about this big man the other day and I was thinking that if they want to go this route, they can bring Ava Rain up, right? And mm-hmm. and they can and they can they get Rock into a match with, her, with 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 him. He can have Roman threaten her and saying she has to do this, have wow. her do all kind of crazy stuff. But then when the Rock faces Roman Reigns at WrestleMania or whatever match she does, she turns on Rock and she becomes the next Stephanie McMahon. How Stephanie McMahon turned on Vince, and now she's she went from that wholesome person. To one of the dashities, um, Jezebels in WWE at the time, and she not only she's and she's ruling the and she's ruling with the tribal chief because she turned on her father. How if she turns on her father? Who what, what else will she would do? What lengths she won't go to to get what she wants? You I get what that. I mean? Yeah. But um, I'm thinking about that too. But uh, whatever, man, it's not gonna happen. So we get Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns. But anyway, so anyway, here we for that. <laughs> No, I uh, I like that. And and by the way, I was playing Total Extreme Wrestling TEW 2020 last night. You know, mm-hmm. that simulator game. I never played it before. I just tried it. And it's all like I felt like an idiot, you know, like sitting there trying to trying to do this thing. And you have to do the, the contract negotiations. And it was like one of the wrestlers, like um Austin Idol, was like I might need a better offer than that. I'm like, what are you? What is this? These aren't wrestlers. They're like, where's the money? <laughs> you know. But um, yes. I digress. Okay. Um. Let's go to um. Let's go to SmackDown. The rest of SmackDown. Uh, AJ Styles defeated Karrion Cross. How did you feel about that? Um. To I mean, neither one of the guys. I mean, obviously they're down on Karrion Cross. Um, but AJ Styles needs to win because he doesn't win a lot. No, um, he doesn't. One surprising uh, win of the night was Edge defeating Grayson Waller. You know, um, what did that tell you, you about him? By that? 
wasn't because really... they're high on this guy, and and in a matter of a week, he then got AA by John Cena, and then he got you now he lose to Edge clean in the ring. So if you're high on someone, he doesn't come out with a win on his first match out. That's not that doesn't look good for him. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. You're right. Good for him at all. This is the old in the old days he would have gotten him, he would have lost by disqualification or count. Right. Or he'd have won or he or he goes again and wins some matches against some jobbers and establish his moveset, what he does and and that didn't look good for him so far. So um, some of these Australian and English wrestlers who come here who are really good, they must think we're all stupid. <laughs> it must be like, who runs this American wrestling industry, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Austin Theory took on Sheamus. Your thoughts on that? You know, it's an interesting thing because Austin Theory is, is so big physically that it, that it was that it was kind of... Um, I like both of them. I never liked Sheamus before until the, the Brutes. Um, but, um, I liked Austin Theory under Vince McMahon and, uh, but you know, the match again, this was like, I know people are disappointed because apparently a lot of things got cut. Like Shotzi was supposed to do a promo backstage and some other things got cut, but, um, you know, I was fine with this cause I'm a fan of both of them. Yeah. Um, Sheamus is like the last year or so has probably the best version of Sheamus. Uh, Austin Theory, they have really, you can see that WWE, they haven't really focused on a lot of people. And remember, and that was the match listing. Remember, there's no LA night here. Right. You know? No LA night here. Um, you know, AJ Styles and, and Damian Pre- and um, Karrion Cross is in like a throwaway match. Yeah. Edge and Waller. So it was really tra- it was really bloodline, um, you know, you know, um, oriented. But they get in the first segment and the last segment, you know, and the fucking segments throughout the night. That's how it used to be, right? Stone Cold and like those are some yeah. of the. That's kind of a SmackDown thing, the way it used to be. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. We, we got Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns uh, again. I hope. You know, Jimmy Uso wants a, a shot at the title too, and Solo, and they give us a fatal four way and blow this whole tribal, this whole bloodline storyline up. And, well, Jimmy um, needs Jimmy needs the title. I mean, his his wife's an impact. He's got to make some money here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But they did have on. Um, they did have LA Knight come out um, to the crowd, um, and he um, with Hit Row, and the people went crazy for LA Knight, and then um, he beat up Hit Row. And then he did his L.A. Night elbow. Um, <laughs> and the people went crazy for L.A. Night. Most over person, the pop of the night was L.A. Night. Um, and you always talk you about this. To... You talk about wrestlers who could go on talk shows. Him more than anybody in WWE. Like, he's he's phenomenal. Yes, you he can, is. You can put him on any show. You can. You can put him on there. And you could, I mean, if this is the time where they need Vince. Because Vince can... Um, Vince can give him the rub, or Vince can try to stop him. The de- the de- the 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 evil Vince, Mister yeah. McMahon, and that will make him even more of a star. This I don't know if Vince can come on TV or not, but man, uh, with that mustache. But this is when they need him to help help it's, in this. What do you this. What do you think? Because people would say, well, he didn't help Austin Theory. 
he did help Austin Theory. To be I honest with him you, in that that WrestleMania match was one of my favorites, and I know I I'm shocked when people say that was one of the worst matches. That was phenomenal. I loved it. The Austin. No, they um, said the, they said the match with um Vince and um and um Pat McAfee was bad, but the match with um Pat McAfee and Austin Theory was pretty good. You know, I liked all of it. I liked all. I liked of the it. whole segment. Me too. I thought the whole segment was good. Yeah. People yeah. should take it for what it is. It's not gonna be a five star match. It's a storyline driven. It, it culminated twenty years of of everything. We got his Austin versus McMahon one more time, and yeah, he took a bad stunner, but he always take bad stunners. So what? Yeah. yeah. So what? Forget about it. Exactly. Exactly. Forget about it. A okay. Then what's your what are your thoughts on Forbidden Door? I you know I watched the replay, and I know that sounds pay all that money for the replay instead of watching it live but i watched it because i heard you know so many of the reviews for for all of it um daniel bryan and okada was better than i thought it was going to be and oh it was yeah because you know like i'm not i'm not a huge daniel bryan fan it's just running knees and label locks but this was a little better than i thought it was going to be um you know the the Kenny Omega match um, got ridiculous after a while, right? It did, and I thought like Don Callis was involved a little too much because he's a cartoon character, and I like him, but I don't like him for like the serious serious stuff. You know, um, I thought that te- I thought the Young Bucks match was great. Um, yeah, I was like that. That was yeah. really good. Um, Anarchy and Arena, but it wasn't as bad as the first one, but it was good. Yeah, no. The first one was magic. You know, it's. And it had daddy magic in it. Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I liked, I liked a lot of it. Um, you know, did I think it was like the best thing I'd seen ever? No, it wasn't the best pay per view I've seen. It wasn't the best AEW pay per view I've ever seen either. Um, it was better than the last one. Oh, it was better than the last one. Yeah, and and I love seeing CM Punk. I loved, I liked his match a lot. I like the little things. No, I'm not trying MJF. to sound like really intellectual, but I like the little things. Yeah, MJF was and um was, and Tanahashi was good, no, right? That was really that was good, and you know I know I was like. Oh, Tan! I didn't realize how broken down Tanahashi might actually be. You know, like uh-huh. he's he he's he's carrying some injuries or some lifelong things. Maybe uh-huh. did you think so when you saw him? Not not I, the same Tanahashi from like five years ago. Well, no, but he still looks looks in great shape. And um um, yeah. I mean, I thought it was pretty good. I thought he was able to mask it, but the thing about it, I just don't like him losing. We see him twice on, um, twice in two forbidden girl, and he done lost both. Like, come on, yeah. that's the that's the ace of their. Put him against someone that can win. I mean, somebody he can beat. Like, um, like Okada loses, and what's and um, you know, Okada loses, Tanahashi loses. What what is New Japan getting out of this? You know? No, I I totally agree, and I don't. I, that's something I don't like about. I mean, the other person won was the, the uh, was um the the when Jungle Boy lost to the 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 the, the IWGP champion. 
And you I know? wanted to ask you when he beats Sonata, because Sonata, they totally changed his look. They want him to be like this Anoki guy because he's the world champion now. Before the match started, I was thinking about it. And I was like, New Japan Pro Wrestling. The world champion was Luke Perry's son, where he became the new leader of the Bullet Club and was world champion. I think that would have been fine. I don't think people are clamoring to see Sonata, and I like Sonata, but I think Sonata is a guy who lost so much in New Japan in the buildup, and then he kind of became champion because everything, all their other plans kind of fell through. They had and, nothing. Yeah, they had they nothing. Messed they messed up. They messed up when they started when they made Evil champion. Um, for that. No, I don't think it was that big man. I think it was when they when when Naito was at his height oh, and they had him lose. And they did a Cody Rhodes to him and had him lose the first time, which they were trying to – I knew that that's what MO is there, is the person never comes – they go at the first um, title shot at the Tokyo Dome. They they was doing that with Okada, but that doesn't work for everybody. And Naito Naito got hurt from that. Right, uh, because Naito's like an Undertaker type of character, right? Right. He's he's like a – he has a supernatural thing to him. You don't just beat him. You know, but no, I agree. That's well said. I I didn't like when when um, when uh, Evil was champion, but that really did hurt. And I tell you, man, uh, when Orange Cassidy won that four way match, I was about to shut it off. I didn't <laughs> it. My God, Shibata, why is he even in the match? I mean, my goodness. And um, do you know what? My I love the Suzuki Gods. When Chris Jericho turned the sex gods into the Suzuki gods, yeah, I love things like that. That's and, another guy always losing. He was on. He lost again. Oh yeah, Jericho. He lost to Walking Weapon. And okay, oh, Walking boy. Weapon was was at the time their their big ace, but still, there could be a draw. But right. um, we talked about before. Even Jericho said on his uh, podcast. When they said, "Do you want to wrestle Suzuki?" and he says, "Not here," lost so much it doesn't mean anymore. Mean anything anymore? Everyone's beaten him here. I want to wrestle him in Japan, where it still matters. You know, so. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, it was. Do you think? Well, do you think Will Ospreay is the best wrestler in the world? No. Roman Reigns. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I'm, I like I like that you're sure because. You know, because I'm a best wrestler. A best wrestler. He's a technical wrestler. You know, uh, the best wrestler right now is Roman Reigns in all of wrestling right now. Um, Not Will Ospreay. Kenny Omega is probably second. You know, I think Kenny Omega makes Will Ospreay look good, to be honest with you. Um, Will Ospreay, my favorite Will Ospreay match was his match with with, um, Moxley, actually. Yeah. That was really. Right, so that's what I think. Kenny Omega is the best, one of the best wrestlers in the world, and Kenny Omega and Roman Reigns was, which that match would probably never end because they'll hit each other with each finisher, and they would hit all kind. They would never end; it would all kick out. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I mean, it's it's like it's right. It's like philosophy, right? It's like to me and to you probably from what I what I from our conversations, you know. Like if we're we're having a match, me using my entire arsenal 
and my finishing move four times and still losing does not make me look stronger, even though we had a banger match. You know, uh-huh. Ultimate Warrior beat Honky Tonk Man in seconds, but Honky Tonk Man always said, Hey, I, he caught me by surprise. I never took my suit off. You know, exactly. That's a memorable match. It is. You know? But, you know, it's interesting you say, it got him on. It got the Ultimate Warrior made him a superstar. It did. After that. Yeah. It did. And, and today he would have been, he would have used the shake, rattle, and roll 25 times and still lost. Yeah. But I think. But you um, know what? But, but Big Man, I, I'm sorry. I, but you know what's crazy? I, and I think this was when moves was overdone. And this, and, but it worked. It made sense. was when the, with the Ultimate Warrior again, was when Hogan, I'm sorry, when Ultimate Warrior took on Macho Man. And then the Macho Man hit him with like five flying elbows and for the retirement match. And then Ultimate Warrior kicked out. But it meant yeah. something that he he, he it, his um his career was on the line, so he didn't want to you know give up. So I and think that's where he's from. Distr- and he's from Distrucity, you know. So right, right, exactly. So that's what I think. That's it's where it first came. Right. Something right. like that, or like the Undertaker sitting up because he's the dead man, or something. You know, that's right. different. But when you say Roman Reigns is the best wrestler in the world, I totally know what you mean because. For me, the best wrestlers in AEW, the best to me is, is CM Punk. And also, you know, like Eddie Kingston and people who really get you to feel a certain way when you watch or to, to follow it. I'm not judging, you know, a gymnastics contest, you know. I mean, right. you know. Did you see Eddie Kingston won a, a New Japan title? Oh, I did hear about that. He won his first title. So in promo afterwards, when he was oh, crying, was he didn't want to cry. He said he didn't thank um, Japanese wrestling for helping him keep keep him out of trouble. He should have been dead. He should have been in jail. He said he thanked Terry Funk. It's a great promo, man. He was about to cry. It was great. That man is the that guy is talk about L.A. Knight. This guy is another guy. As he gotten older, he's. Over my god, that guy's over, and you know, they don't don't want to give him, they don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want to push him, man. No, they've given him some bad things, basically, some bad material. And you know, he's grown into his act in a way because it's kind of like, um, that about, um, you know, one of your favorite movies, um, the uh, Back to School, yeah, right. What's the name of the comedian? Again? Rodney right. So Jay Leno was talking about on the Joe Rogan podcast forever ago that um, Rodney Dangerfield, you know, he was doing stand up in his 20s, didn't do well, became an insurance salesman, went back in his 50s and became a hit because him saying I ain't got no respect when you're in your 20s doesn't mean anything when you're this older guy and he looked a lot older saying it, it was funnier. And with Eddie Kingston, you know, his tortured soul thing, it matters more when he's older and he has the gut and he's been through garbage in his life. Like he grew into his character, I feel. You know? Yeah. One of the best one of the best promo guys and he makes you he makes you feel like he's real. He's real. And everything well, he, he hates gets Claudio. To, I believe I'd be shocked Claudio. if he didn't hate Claudio. Right. But everything he do with Mox, when that thing, the, the 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 up to the forbidden door, when he went up to Moxley and he told Moxley, you know, I, he said he said, why would you do that? And, and, and you know, I, I, I why would you line yourself with Claudio and all that? And we brought and because if you really look at the history of him and Moxley, 
because this is where WWE is better than AEW because if this was the case, they would have had a video package of everything that Moxley and Kingston, oh, yeah. what they meant, especially, and but you'll go when he tried to save him when the, the floating match, he jumped over him like how um he did, like Terry Funkin and um the guy from FMW did for him in an exploding match. And even though it didn't work out the way they wanted to work out, the premises was was that Moxley, that, you know, Kingston cares about Moxley and is willing to die with him. Yeah. And that's a brotherhood that you cannot, you know, you cannot, you cannot make up. You get what I mean? And you can feel yeah. it between the two. And when Kingston moved him out, Kingston moved Moxley out of the way so the young bucks won't kick him, super kick him, but Moxley hit, still hit him with his finish. <laughs> yeah. It was like, that was like, hilarious. <laughs> Like that stuff is real. Like Eddie Kingston, everything he does when he came out last year with the with the um with the with the with the the gasoline and he and his look, he's bloody oh, burn and he wanted to burn him, burn up Jericho and stuff. Like you everything he's involved in, you feel it. You like this is it's like he's one of the best guys that AEW have. And they won't they won't push him, man. I'm sorry, my, man. My favorite match last year was Jericho and, and Eddie Kingston. Yeah, like why they don't push him, big man? Come on, man! Why they don't I do don't that? Know. They they did they 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 put him in a corner, and they just don't do anything else. So he's already had like three best friends, right? Um, first it was Penta, then it was which was a stupid storyline, then it was um, uh, Moxley, then it was Monkey or whatever he calls Ortiz. Monkey, he's my best friend, Santana Ortiz. <laughs> And then it was Moxley again, so they do kind of the same thing with him, and it's uh, he's he should be treated like Bruiser Brody. Like you don't pay him what he pay him everything, and you don't even need to bring him on all the time. Like he just remembers <laughs> his his feud with CM Punk. Yeah, we, things, yeah, some great stuff. Like he, it's it's just you know, I hate to see it, man, but you know he deserved much better. Um. Do you like this uh, tag team, like this Battle Bowl stuff they doing? The lemon tag team eliminator with Battle Bowl style. I hate the style. name, the Blind Team Eliminator. I think the names are stupid. Battle Bowl. It's Battle I, Bowl. Exactly what it is. Yeah, and I do think um, the best thing to come out of it so far to to me and a lot of fans is really Big Bill and Brian Cage. Oh yeah, I thought it was Adam yeah. Cole and um and, and no, Bill. that's stupid. That reminds me of like. Battle Bowl, and it's like, uh, um, oh, who's the random drawing? And it's like the two enemies against their partners. Like it's just so stupid. And they're still they're filming skits. They showed MJF and Adam Cole working out together. Um, it just doesn't feel like that's the world title picture. It's just like the four pillars thing. It's like it feels like this is the cruiserweight title. You know, it just doesn't. I don't know. Well, they got Darby Allen and um, Cassidy. They defeated Keith Lee and Swerve. <laughs> oh my God! And that was the once again the first match is a Darby yep. Allen match where he wins. Keith Lee did some amazing things, and they still lost. You know, I mean, my goodness, I I just didn't like that. Oh, do you know? Um, did you see during that match when when Swerve tagged himself in and he's like fighting and he starts getting beaten up and Nana says to you can hear Nana say to Keith Lee, he was doing that for you. He's getting <laughs> <it> for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, man. Um, the Acclaim defeated The Blade and the Bollywood Boys. Of course. And of then course. Um, Don Callis wants Jericho to join. By the his, way, that um, match took like three seconds. That was not a great match. Yeah. Don Callis wants Jericho to join him. And family. Jericho said, yeah, and, and he says maybe. Yeah. And Jericho, then we, we talked open to possibilities, you know. And we always and we talked about at, um, Adam Cole and MJF. They defeated the Butcher and Dad. And then they had like a birthday party afterwards where um, Adam Cole put MJF face in the cake and the crowd said, eat the cake, and he ate the cake. <laughs> yeah, did you like that? Uh, it was all right. I think you just have low expectations, and it's fine. I do. Now, this one got to me, though. Owen Hart, first round for the women. Um, Ruby Soul defeated Dr. Britt Baker DMD. This was the, the finals from last year. I could not believe they allowed Brett Baker to go out in the first round. Um, what they they don't have nothing to do with this this lady, Brett Baker. Um, Let me tell you something. She was going on and on. You know, she's been a. If you're a Thunder Rosa fan like I am, you're not really a Brett Baker fan. But Brett Baker said something interesting a month, a few months ago. She said, um, "Yeah, Tony's great. We don't talk like we used to. I don't, or he doesn't." You know, we don't hang out the way we were before, but I'm, I feel like I can still talk to him. So who knows? Oh wow! Yeah, because but, yeah, I agree with you because her on her path to win a second one would have been interesting. You know, I don't, I, I don't. Yeah, I have nothing else for her. At least let her win this again. You know, she's been doing nothing but putting people over left and right, and. She keeps saying she's the face of the women's division, but and There's but it's that. true. But it's true. There's no other there face. No, the there is no face. There There's, is no face of the women's so, division. There's Jade Cargill is her own thing, and now she's she, taking an extended leave of absence. Yeah. Just so she mm-hmm. lost, so she probably not even have. They Statlander, you know, she's on it, but that didn't really that didn't give her the momentum that everybody thought she was going to get. Not at all. I didn't think so, she'd get momentum from that. I don't, you know. But that's the reason why you let Jay, you, you, you allow Jay to lose is because for that person to get a, a big push and a big rub after that. And and if they, and then if that's the case, they should have just did the Brett Baker DMD versus Jay Cargill and have Brett Baker beat her and go from there. But, you know, so it's the AEW's in a complete mess right now. And then it got worse. Because Kenny Omega defeated my boy Willa Utah, and he got out the seatbelt. This was unbelievable. Well, and a- and this is after Wheeler gave those promos about how he's going to end. <laughs> yeah, some great promos, the greatest promos ever by Willa Utah. Oh my! <laughs> they were they were better than I thought they were going to be. He it was good. And do you think do you and, think he should have won? Are you really? Yeah. Oh my goodness! If you're gonna have a and afterwards, yeah, with Kaneshka and all come out and stuff like that, who looks like Kenny Omega from from 2020, 20, 2014. <laughs> the cleaner version. <laughs> no, he does. And I like the Don Callis rebuilding his family storyline. But you're right. I mean, these are things that are just kind of said in interviews that you have to catch. If this was WWE, they'd really hit you over the head with it. They'd make yeah. video packages. They would do that. It's a storyline. Um, they have something on YouTube. Um, 
they they have something recapping the whole bloodline storyline and with from the beginning to with Sammy and so now and they give you the dates and stuff like how they used to do in WWE. Is this fan made? Yeah, I think it's fan made. Oh, they're always it, better. Fan made is always going to be the best. Boy, it was excellent. They didn't do a lot, but it was excellent. Um, stuff. Maybe the dates and stuff. It was excellent, man. I I love the fan made stuff. It's it's really yeah. better than most stuff. Um, All right. By the way, CM Punk's commentary and uh, for his when he said um, when people were like, "Oh, Roderick Strong, he's won so much," and then CM Punk said, "But he's never won the Owen Hart Classic." And tonight um, on Collision is going to be Owen Hart against Samoa Joe. You mean CM um, Punk versus Samoa Joe? Oh, I'm sorry, CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. And now, I'm just he's getting booed in Canada. The final is in Calgary. Um, and I think we all think CM Punk's going to win it, or at least be in the final. I don't know. I don't know, man. They're booing him in Canada. I, why? I don't know where this is coming from. Okay. So now I want to get your thoughts on Collision overall, because we haven't spoke about that. Give me your overall thoughts on Collision. I like Collision. I like that we finally have a show that doesn't, a wrestling show that doesn't have some hard rock metal theme music that they all seem to go by. Um, I think it's way better than Rampage, for sure. Um, I feel like AEW, even though the ratings were low and haven't been doing well, um, you know, it was 4th of July weekend, and if you care about ratings, don't be a wrestling fan because you're always going to be disappointed. But I think AEW has done really well at building this universe. Um, Malachi Black has said that he has asked Tony Khan and that he demands to only be on collision. Um, you might have more wrestlers follow suit. And I just feel, you know, kind of the drawback, Brooklyn Mahler, is when it's on three nights a week, AEW, I feel like I can miss any night and I'll just watch this one or I'll just watch that. I'm definitely like, I saw rampage this week kind of just cause I was there. Um, so I, it's hard to keep up. Um, but I like collision. I say um, collision looks totally different than dynamite or AW with the, the announcing. Yeah. It feels the, like a different look, league. The, the, yeah. the announce table is at the ringside. It's different. It feels different. It's probably it's, it's, it flows fast. You get what I mean? Um, That's a fast two hours. Right. Yeah. What they cannot do is not have CM Punk on or in a, a major storyline every week. They cannot have him not be on TV. That will hurt ratings. You, you yeah. know what I mean? Like Rampage. What's um, happening to Rampage? Right. That's what happened last week. CM Punk was not in the match last week on on a on on Collision, and it caused the problem. But um, we'll see what happens this week with him and Samoa Joe. But I think Collision is good. I like the announcing. It feels like a different show. It felt like a different universe in AEW. Uh, I like the look of it. I like the feel of it. I like everything about it. Um, so no Excalibur. Um, I'm no sorry. Excalibur. And I'm it, not. A, you know, I do not like Kevin Kelly as yeah. an announcer. But he but stopped it, doing that thing that I hate, where yeah. he screams the finishing off. Yes, he's that's good. That's all I, mean, I wanted. That's all I wanted. Stop doing wait, that. Anything. I like. I like him and Nigel again. I thought that's a good team. They might. If if you, I'm not gonna say it right now, but because Tony Schiavone's mm-hmm. on it, but they have a great 
chemistry, those two guys. And I like it. I like listen. It, they're good listen. You know, they're better than the raw commentary um, team. They're better yeah. than that. Um, you know, SmackDown the only probably team better. I think is um, wow, women are wrestling. Right. The commentary team is the best. I think. But, right. But I like Collision. Collision is a good is a good show. Um, I just they just need to start investing in it, putting um, getting some good storylines involved, and you know. Going from there because just you can't do the same thing you do on Diamond. Just put people out there to have great matches without storylines. That's not going to work. So well, let me ask you a question about that. No problem. If you have, if you're not having the ratings you want, and you could say, well, if they had better storylines, they would have those ratings. But if they're not, it you know, like Impact has done some really interesting storylines, but nobody watches them. Should you just have? these matches if if nobody's no. following the storylines i don't think so i think you should you should do it and you know and people can catch on remember they got 800 the same amount of the first night with dynamite um that dynamite was getting the same amount the first night so if i i, I mean i don't know what happened when they lost i guess people didn't like what they saw or whatever there's no sto- storyline driven i don't know but they need something um or you put your best, you either that or you put your best effort shown on Wednesday night. Then, if that's what you're gonna do, then that means you put CM Punk on Dynamite, and then you, you know, whatever happened with Collision happened with Collision. That's what you do. You know, I think Saturday night was a bad night anyway, to for for them to put a TV show on at that time slot. Um, you know, is even needed to be at even be needed to be earlier. At six o'clock, or it need to be later, like eleven o'clock. You get what I mean? Something later, because that's how I found ECW Saturday nights at eleven o'clock. Oh, that's yeah. a great point. That's a great yeah. point. You home watches the lunch and stuff. So people go out from eight o'clock, from like seven, six to, to to ten, and they are back home around eleven. You know, or they wherever they at, or they finish what they finish. They want to watch some TV. And, that's a great you know, point. That's kind of where. That's kind of when I would watch. Um, the the pro wrestling network, you know, the world pro wrestling network. Um, right. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you find you'll find it real late because Saturday night, that's where Worldwide Wrestling was on. Was on late Saturday nights. That's why I used to watch a lot of Saturday night Shotgun Saturday night. It was on late. You get to see these, you know, these things late night on Saturday night. If you're going, if you're not going to do the week night, then you know, do you know, whatever. If, the, if, if, if they really wanted to do something, if they want to start the Monday Night War again, they could put Collision on Mondays at 7 o'clock like Nitro did and go from there. <laughs> they really want to do that. Because oh. it's the same. They would get more viewers than, than they would get on Saturday. To be honest with you, they might lose the WWE, but I guarantee you they get 800 to 900,000 900, viewers a week. Guarantee on Mondays. You know what I mean? Come seven o'clock. They go on seven o'clock Mondays. Oh, the with, hour. with that, with that entrance, with that theme music they have and CM Punk, I agree. That's yes. a great point. Because you don't care about if you don't care about, um, you know, Saturday and putting them in a time slot, then put them on Monday. You know, you know, and then go head to head. And I guarantee you, get more viewers. You're not gonna get four hundred thousand. You're gonna get more than that. There's a lot of people that's watch WWE Monday is gonna watch them. 
and then they probably switch over and they switch back and forth. It depends on what happened. It's like the Monday Night War again. Why didn't they just do that? <laughs> I guess whatever the schedule is for Time Warner. But... They ain't got nothing going on Monday. That's a good point. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> they got nothing going on. But, they got you know, Braves games, right? Or I don't even know. I got no Braves games. On. It's, it's not on TBS. It's on TNT, right? It's on whatever channel, right? They move it around. I know, I don't they know. Move on TNT, I don't know. Well, I know t- TNT. It's on TNT Collision, so they can move it to t- they can move it to um Monday, and and try it out and see what well, happens. I, I think that would be fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be fun for wrestling fans. We have something to watch on Monday. Like we'll get it all out. We'll get all our wrestling fixed out by Friday. By Friday, you get what I mean. You got Monday. You get Collision and Raw. You know, they, it, that would be fun watching back and forth instead of Saturday because, you know, it's they should do it. And you got nothing to lose. You're going to get more. You're going to get more viewers. You might lose the war, the ratings war with Raw. You might lose them because they might get a million, might get two million. You might get eight hundred thousand, but you're going to get more, more viewers you might get a million. The people from Raw might watch them at the beginning. You're going to steal some WWF audience at the beginning. Okay. The problem I think they have, though, is Tony Khan's the guy in charge, and you're thinking about CM Punk, you're thinking about all these things, whereas he's thinking about, oh, we're going to have, um, like, who's on that you don't like, that he's just always on, right? Like, we're going to have Jungle Boy against, you know, uh, Matt Menard, you know, to start. They're going to wrestle for 20 minutes, and Jungle Boy's going to win. Well, they got to do better. Well, that's the problem, though. It's, it's, <laughs> that's what he likes to do. They got to do every, better. Not everybody's you. Not everybody loves Wheeler, but, Utah. Everybody, they got to do better with the stuff. He's Booker of the Year, right? Rest of the Booker of the Year. Time to start earning it. Let's go. Put Omega. Start. Put CM Punk in the ring. Have K Omega come out and they challenge each other and have a stare down. Let's go with that. You know, you, yeah, you, no, you, that would be huge. Just counter programming. You could counter programming. Like, Jericho gets like a fuse lit under him, and you got all that stuff. You know, exactly. We waiting for this all week. Give us the wild report. Well, last week Candy Crush got her big match for the world title against uh, against um, gosh, what's her name? Penelope Pink. Melody Pink, thank you. And it was really touching because they showed her doing an interview, Penelope, uh, Candy Crush, and Dave McLean walks in and she didn't know about this. He says, this was a... And he starts tearing up and he says, I know you've been working hard and I want you to know your next match is going to be for the world title against Penelope Pink and she starts crying. Let's so go. Has, right, so she has the match and... Um, you know, uh, Katie Lynn McCoy is at is at the announce table. She's not at ringside, and she's the enforcer. But um, Lana Starr is at ringside, and she does get involved. And and really, what happens is um, Penelope Pink focuses on the right hand of uh, of uh, Candy Crush, and so Candy Crush doesn't have any power in her hands. And Penelope ends up winning the match. And then they try to beat her up a little bit more as it goes off the air. So 
disappointed. You know, I was really rooting for for Candy Crush, but it was a it was a intense. Like it was pretty intense. And look, Healthy Pink and Miami Sweet Heat. That's that's a phenomenal stable. Vicky Lynn McCoy. And tonight is your Miami Sweet Heat against Big Rig Betty and her real life daughter Holly Swag. Okay. For the titles. Also, uh, the disciplinarian and G.I. Jane against American, Americana and Jennifer Flores. That's because uh, Steppy Slays is injured. And uh, Genesis, Exodus, and Ice Cold against Coach Campanelli, Randy Rara, and their new member, Ariel Sky, who's like Pink Trish Stratus when she first entered pro wrestling. Oh, yes. And TNA Trish Stratus. Yeah, and she's a former junior Olympic gymnast, and she does amazing stuff. And also Reina Del Rey and Wrecking Ball against two newcomers, Crystal Waters and Sandy Shore. And their name is... Uh, I can't name my list here, but they've mentioned it, is Spring Break 24-7. Okay. So, so I'm sounds good. Yeah. You watch it every... It's, it's, look, you watch it every, every 11 o'clock on Saturday nights, right? That's right. Eleven o'clock Saturday yeah. nights. Uh, check there you go. Listings. It looks. It looks. It looks good. I tell you, wrestling at eleven. Late night wrestling. Saturday night main event. Come on, eleven o'clock. I'm telling you, man. Let, and they it, got. It, they were getting like four hundred to five hundred thousand rate viewers. Yeah, that time. Oh. You can get that later because it's stuff to watch. I remember watching ECW at that yep. time. Do you know what they follow that might help? Judge. Maybe okay. So. Yeah, man. So, TV 55. I like that show. Well, we'll see what happens. Well, Big Man, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. Uh, great to be back and have everybody stay cool and keep up with those those air quality alerts. Yeah. Definitely. Well, this has been the State of Wrestling and the Power Drive Report. we see you guys next week. Most definitely. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the State of Wrestling, the Power Driver Report. Please join us next week for the next edition.